You are listening to the CEO Mom Podcast, the podcast that puts super momming into perspective. I am your host, Vonna Matthews, Editor-in-Chief of CEO Mom Magazine, and I am so excited to share this podcast with you. We are going to talk about everything that pertains to being a mom, the importance of self-care, entrepreneurship, and career, and trying to figure this thing out called balance. Is it obtainable? Do we care? Join us for all that and more on the CEO Mom Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this After the Issue episode. On today's episode, we are talking to Simona Noche and Nikki Ose Barrett, founders of District Motherhood. We featured Simone and Nikki in our summer 2017 issue, so you know you are in for a treat. If you haven't already, visit CEOMomMagazine.com to read our summer 2017 issue. Publicity pros Simona Noche and Nikki Ose Barrett met on social media and began a partnership that is changing how millennial moms of color connect. Nikki and Simona formed District Motherhood, DMV's premier organization for millennial moms of color. District Motherhood aims to empower and equip moms with resources and support through monthly events and social media. Their inaugural event, the Mom Loft, evolved from just a party to a full-fledged organization. On May 19th of this year, at the Hyatt Regency in the Maryland area, District Motherhood will host its first Momference, the premier conference for moms of color. The conference will have panels focused on everything from mommy's mental health to how to raise future leaders and navigating non-traditional family structures. The Momference has attracted influencers in entertainment, beauty, media, and marketing, including keynote speakers Kalana Barfield, InStyle Magazine's fashion and beauty editor, and Julie Wilson, fashion and beauty director at Essence Magazine, and panelists Rainbow Barris, Arthur of Keeping Up with the Johnsons, Bo's Guide to Blackish Parenting. Just to tell you a little bit more about these amazing women, Simona Noche is a skilled and dedicated public relations and events planning professional with an intense passion for media, entertainment, and the execution of creative ideas. She has pierced the world of both Hollywood glamour and the nonprofit sectors in the D.C. area. Simona is currently a publicist at Allied Integrated Marketing, leading film campaigns on behalf of high-profile clients such as Universal, STX Entertainment, Sony Pictures Classics, Faith and Family, and Moxie Allied's African-American division. Her most recent career highlight was leading public relations efforts for the inaugural Peace Ball, Voice of Hope and Resistance, headlining Solange. Known for having her hands full, she balances life and motherhood, raising two under two boys and tending to her partner while building several passion projects. Nikki Osei Barrett is the owner and principal publicist of Osei PR, which specializes in publicity for fashion, beauty, and lifestyle brands and events. Nikki graduated from Bowie State University in 2009, where she received her bachelor's degree in mass communication with a concentration in public relations. After graduating, she relocated to New York City, where she interned for several prestigious fashion PR firms. Wearing several hats, including wife, mother, entrepreneur, and blogger, Nikki is the owner of the Calm Moms blog that focuses on kid fashion and her life as a mompreneur slash supermom, as well as co-founder of District Motherhood. Listen in on this After the Issue episode with Simona and Nikki as they talk to us about the importance of community among moms and what to expect from the mom friends. We are so excited to have with us today, Simona and Nikki, and they are going to be talking with us about their upcoming event, The Mom Friends. It's going to be in the Maryland area, and we are so jealous that it is not in Dallas, but we know it's going to be so exciting for all the moms who will be able to attend. Nikki and Simona will also be talking with us about the importance of moms building a community around them. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us today. Thanks for having us. 
You are so welcome. Now, we know both of you ladies are powerhouses in the public relations arena and met on social media. Tell us a little bit about how you met and what led you to form District Motherhood. You take it. You take it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is Simona here. So we met on, yes, we met on Instagram. We actually connected over a movie, Bad Moms. Nikki had an idea to... um, you know, I'm a, I, I, I handled publicity for a motion picture, major motion picture studio. So one of the films we were working on was Bad Moms. And Nikki reached out knowing that I was a film publicist. She needed some social media. She had an idea to do a mom's night out tied into the movie, sort of movie promo. Unfortunately, it couldn't work out because I was just um, coming out of maternity leave. But we did decide to connect because we really, you know, wanted to get to know each other. We've been following each other for a while. We had a lot of similarities, both Ghanaian, both mama's boys, PR girls. But we never met. Um, so we sat down to talk about, you know, any sort of possibility. She still had an idea to do an event for moms. But during the time, during our conversation, we started getting more excited and, and started thinking, oh, my God, this could be bigger than just, you know, one event. You know, like, what do we think? Should we create an umbrella name? And in 24 hours, we, like, came up with the name. We hit a friend of Nikki's up who um, created the website, did our logo, and it's like, oh, my God, here we are. So we decided to um, throw our first event, so one of our staple events, the Mom Loft, which is an evening to gather moms together over cocktails, music, they get pampered, they get massages, they get their nails done. And that was our debut. We hosted the Mom Loft. Um, and it really required everybody, even though people knew each of us individually, District Motherhood did not exist, you know. So here you have all these moms who don't know about District Motherhood. But just taking a chance on us, we created a social media page, we started posting stuff, we started hosting giveaways, like, here we are, we're coming with this event, and we sold out in two weeks our first event, and the rest is history. This was a little under two years ago, and since then, we have been creating very unique opportunities for moms to get together, and now here we are with the mom friends. And your organization looks as though it has been around for about 10 years. I mean, you guys have had such an incredible impact in such a short amount of time. Now, for those who may not be familiar with District Mother Hugh, tell us a little bit about the organization itself and what you do throughout the year. So District Motherhood, it is Washington, D.C.'s premier organization for millennial moms of color. Initially, when we met, we just talked about, you know, having an organization just for, like, moms and then as we like searched the the organizations locally we realized that there wasn't an organization that catered to our demographics specifically. So through District Mother Youd we engage, empower and equip um moms that are in the DC, Maryland and Virginia area. We engage them through social media. We equip them with the tools that they may need to um deal with motherhood, their motherhood journey, whether they are having they have questions about breast pumps stay care, you know, come sleeping, whatever it may be. And then we also empower them through our events, workshops, and, you know, most what's coming up most um, in the near future is the conference. So, yeah, that's our premise. Engage, empower, and equip millennial moms of color. We're based in D.C., however, like, we're buzzing nationally, and it's just so much more than we could have ever anticipated because like Simona said it was supposed to just be like a one-time thing one event and it just grew into something that is nationally acclaimed and loved 
I hope you guys get chapters soon. You are so chic and stylish and informational and you celebrate moms in the realness, not just about the practical. Moms like to have fun and look good too and enjoy a nice glass of wine. And I love that you ladies celebrate that. So why is it important for moms to have a community? I think it's it's really important because, you know, before we are ourselves and then all of a sudden we have children and then we are a different version of ourselves that we've never um, tapped into, explored. And although there are tons of books and resources online, you never really um, know what motherhood is going to, how motherhood is going to treat you until you become a mother. And therefore, because of like the ebbs and flows and the different emotions and th- different things you need to know, it's important to build a tribe and have a support system, some of which may be new moms who are going through the same um, struggles as you or seasoned moms who know a little bit more than you have walked in your shoes before. Um, I think it's helpful because, you know, we have tons of questions. You know, we're put in a uh, in a place to raise these humans when we're essentially still raising ourselves. So because of that, you know, and there's no manual to be like a great mom, you know, nobody necessarily majors in motherhood. So here we are having to figure it out. Um, and it's a little helpful, makes the road a little easier when you have women around you who can, you know, share a glass of wine or who you can vent to or even listen to, um, ask for advice, and sometimes just provide just a listening ear. Um, you know, talk about play dates. You know, there's a lot of things, just like resources, like I said, like going, can we have a play date or who's your pediatrician? It's just a whole new world that while um, your close friends who may not be moms are probably willing to support you, they're not necessarily in that space. So because of that, there are tons of reasons why you need a community. You need to build a tribe, and that's one thing that District Motherhood and, of course, led to the mom friends consistently promotes you know we're not a membership-based organization because we're just like who has time to join a membership-based organization when the whole idea is to join this tribe that we're all in by virtue of just being moms um so to me I, i i think that's why we came up with this space mainly for a support system and it's affirmed and validated by our moms who are just like oh my god they're looking for a place like this how can i join you know we're like hey you're already in it you don't join you just kind of get more involved and and take a limb out there and meet you know other moms and ask your questions and we do our part by trying to like I said provide the platform and um, connect these moms but it's extremely important and honestly I I feel like the reason why the ship mother you thrives the way it does is because it's not like pretentious or stuffy it's very very authentic Um, a lot of people they comment and say they love our posts but we literally just say what we are thinking and what we're feeling. And 90% of the time, it mirrors the sentiment of the moms that are following, you know, the pages. They know it's a judgment-free zone. You know, I didn't do the laundry today. You know, so it's like 200 moms. Nope, I didn't do the laundry either. You know, I, I hate cooking dinner. At least that's, that's me. <laughs> if you typically see a dinner <laughs> post, you know that it's Nikki who wrote because I don't like cooking. <laughs> but I realize that I am not alone. And I think that that's what makes District Motherhood so appealing. It's like we are not promoting um, perfect uh, perfect moms, you know, perfection in motherhood. It doesn't exist, and we're not promoting that. And um, our tribe, they realize that, they <clears throat> share our sentiment, and it makes them, I guess, more comfortable, and, and it makes us so much more relatable. And I think ultimately that's why District Motherhood really, really thrives. 
That's so true. And, and I do love your post and how honest you guys are, especially the ones about the everyday challenges that moms go through. When we talk about community, it's obviously important that moms have common interests and ideas to foster genuine connections. Other than commonalities, what are some qualities women should look for when building their own communities? Hmm, I think trustworthiness. Like, And of course, you don't know if you trust someone until you put yourself in a position to meet other women, um, which is something that happens at all district mother Hughes district mother heat events. Sometimes the moms they come, you know, with their mom friends. And a lot of the time women they come on their own. Um, even with the mom friends. We have moms that are coming from Philly and Chicago. They're like, Yeah, my girlfriends couldn't come, but I'm coming on my own. But essentially you're coming trusting that we're going to not only provide you with an amazing experience, but also trusting that you will be welcomed by like minded women. So I think being open at and open to trusting a new person. Um, and I think that even just goes back to Simone and I, our relationship, because like she said, I reached out to her via social media, and we knew each other, of course, you know, on Instagram, you, you like each other's pictures and comments, but we hadn't met. But we were both open to the opportunity. We were both open to the experience. And in this process, you know, we've grown to trust each other and grown to love each other, but we first had to be willing to do so. So when you're looking to, you know, build your mom tribe, you just have to be open and uh, trust, trust the experience, trust the journey. You do have to have trust. My thing is whenever I meet new moms, I am not always comfortable putting myself out there because moms sometimes unfortunately can be judgmental. And so I think that having that trust is so important. That's a good word. So let's talk about this mom friends that's coming up. I believe it is the first of its kind, which is so exciting. And it is coming up May 19th in Maryland. I think you guys are sold out already. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. We are sold out. We were sold out a week ago. And because our DMs instantly got lit, we knew it was going to happen. Our DMs Always <laughs> groups of moms who somehow don't believe us when we say it's going to sell out. And when it does, it's like, oh my God, what? So we decided to open 25 more tickets and they got sold out in two days. So. Wow, that is so awesome. With this being the premier conference for millennial moms of color, as I mentioned, you will have panels with topics such as mommy's mental health to how to raise future leaders. How did you come up with these amazing topics? We initially, Nikki, do you want to take this one? Yeah. So, um, well, Simone and I, we, as if we're not busy enough, <laughs> with our respective businesses, our children, our partners, our husbands, district barbecues, you know, we're just like, hey, you know, there's the conference for moms, like, you know, moms like us. Um, there are so many other conferences, you know, there's like, you know, MommyCon, there's, there's lots of different conferences. But again, there's nothing that like specifically catered to our demographic. And then even these conferences that already exist, I see that there are black moms that attend. And then like, I look at their imagery, like their marketing materials. I don't think that it is intentionally done. But when you assess everything, it's like this conference, it's not for us. So, so then and I, of course, we took it upon ourselves to, hey, let's create a conference. We're not busy enough. So um, we put out a feeler in, we put out a feeler, I, I don't know, November or December, and they said, hey, you know, we're thinking about having a mom friends. Would you all be interested? We just wanted to see. And we received, like, 200 comments and likes and 
we were like, oh, okay, so let's do it. Um, so then we put out another survey just inquiring about topics. And we received so, so many suggestions. I mean, just wonderful suggestions. And we couldn't incorporate everything, but we took the topics that were repeated, uh, the topics that were most popular, and then we conceptualized panels from there. And to, um, to add to Nikki's point, uh, we have a team of 20 behind us. And our 20-person um, mm -hmm. committee is divided into a team of 10. And we have a speaker's team. So in addition to the feedback that we received from our um, newsletter folks, our, feed, um, our social media, we chatted when we first met as a committee. We also brought our ideas to the table. And then the speaker team took those ideas, took the social media ideas, looked at the day, and figured, okay, which one will be beneficial and what goes for your first conference. So we try to make sure that we hit um, all aspects, like, where moms could, you know, even if uh, for our uncommon family, while not all moms may be in that situation, but we wanted to still bring a new perspective. So it wasn't just the same, um, you know, topics that all moms talk about. We want to include some diversity in that too. But also to add to Nikki's point um, about as if we weren't busy enough, it, it was funny when she was speaking, I, I remember that this time or almost this time last year, we were at a major conference in the convention center, and this is way before we poll we polled everyone in November, and we were like, "Oh, this is going to be us next year." And I'm like, "Wow, you know." Oh, um, gee, you did years, say that. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did say that. We were, just, we were handling. Uh, she was handling publicity for a conference, and I was there helping. And we were like, "You know what? This is going to be us." And we were thinking, "Well, maybe in ten years." We're like, "No, watch next year. This is going to be us. Next year, we're going to have a conference. And it's going to be sold out." And this was way before we put a feeler out. So it really does show, you know, from your from your lips to God's ears when he really does right. put a stamp on it, um, it works out. Because I just remembered that. I'm like, we, we set ourselves wow. up, girl. We did. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That is so inspirational for our listeners out there. Speak it and it can happen. You guys are definitely proof of that. So let's dive a little into some of the panel topics, which are so incredible. One of my personal favorites is mommy's mental health. I think this is something that we don't talk about enough, especially in the African-American community. Why do you think moms struggle with making their mental health a priority? And what do you hope attendees gain from hearing this panel? I always think about that meme um, where it's like, uh, I don't have time to cry. Yeah, yeah, black moms, they, they, you know, they want to cry, but they don't have time to cry. And there's just like this innate, tough exterior. Like, we can't be weak. We have to be strong for our kids. We have to be strong for everyone else. And ultimately, this strength, it will break you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, and it was one of the topics that came up a lot. Um, when we were screening, when we put out our feelers, and we also have relationships with a lot of mental health um, counselors, and they had reached out to us prior to the conference about collaboration opportunities. So it just seemed like, okay, this is something that we really, really do need to discuss, address, and provide resources to these women. Um, let them know that it's it's okay if you're not all there. It's okay if you're hurting. It's okay if you're upset. Um, there's someone that you can talk to, and it's okay to talk to someone. Like mental health, it's not like uh, specific to a, a 
uh, any ethnic group. You know, everyone goes through this. And black women, black moms especially, they need to know that. Awesome. So what do you hope people gain from hearing this panel? What are some of the specific things that you are going to talk about? Or can you share that with us as it relates to mental health? Well, you know, we, we're really going to, the, the panel is mind, body, and soul. So we're really going to just talk about the entire experience and what postpartum looks like. Because um, postpartum depression doesn't look the same for everyone. You know, there's definitely some mild forms and extreme, and we're just going to dig a little bit into what that looks like for everyone. And, you know, and are we too busy to, to take time to um, take care of that? Or sometimes our moms in denial. And also we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about, you know, what are our triggers when we are going through postpartum depression? You know, are there people, um, you know, providing some acts of service or kindness to us that may necessarily be triggered? So how do we handle that and how do we encourage um, our partners or our friends to be supportive in this area? And also just for ourselves, if we're not going through postpartum depression how are we there for our friends who are you know how are we kindly letting them know like "Mm, this this feeling is normal but this feeling doesn't sound too normal. you know we all get frustrated but this isn't exactly the frustration you should be feeling so how do you feel about talking to someone about it um so we're going to get dig a little deeper like nikki said we do have a mental health um therapist on on that panel so we're going to go deep into that we're also going to talk about self-care you know because outside of just talking about the issue what are some remedies you know some tangible things that we can do to um, process what we're going through with postpartum depression and how do we get out of that so we're going to talk about what self-care looks like for everyone because for everyone it's different it's not always taking a weekend to go to miami or jamaica we can't all afford that nor do we have the time so why are there some things that we can do and what does self-care look like for our individual journeys and in our homes that are effective for us. That's awesome. Postpartum is definitely a subject that should be talked about more. Another topic we are excited about is super mom versus bad mom. You guys are going to be talking about women's pressure to not only do everything, but be perfect at it. Is it the pursuit of perfection that threatens a woman's peace or the need to do and be everything? You and I are both team do too much. <laughs> both of us really, we really, really are. And I, I think that it's just something that's innate. But I think that we can both learn. Or I'm trying to, and I think Simona is as well, that we need, it's okay. We don't have to do everything. We don't have to be everything to everyone. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to always be on. And it's a. I have to constantly remind myself of that because when you fall short of these unrealistic expectations that are self-imposed, like nobody else is even pressuring you, you put these ideas <laughs> and on, on yourself. And then when you fall short, you feel some kind of way, but it's like it's not realistic. You don't always have, you don't have to be all things to, to everyone. You don't always have to be on it's okay to be not be perfect, and nobody is. So I think that I will take away from that panel and, like, apply um, the gems to my, my day-to-day, my day-to-day life. And then I also think that one thing we may spotlight, I, I, I don't know because Simone is kind of behind the panels because she, she's amazing like that, but I feel like the panelists, they may actually discuss, um, you know, social media and how that also plays a role on uh, striving for this le- this unattainable level of perfection in business and beauty and motherhood. So I really do look forward to that panel, and I feel like that those are some of the topics that uh, the panelists mm-hmm. will address. 
I love the way you say self-imposed. That is so true. That's a word right there. You ladies have some pretty powerful influencers involved with this first mom friends. Tell us a little bit about some of your speakers and panelists and what does this incredible lineup mean for your attendees? Wow. Um, so we, like Simona said, we have amazing teams. Um, and when we first met, we all just like compiled lists of women that inspire us, moms that inspire us, who we'd like to have at the conference. So we had everyone, you know, from Kalana Barthel-Brown. Um, she's the uh, beauty editor at Large and InStyle, Julie Wilson. Um, she's the fashion beauty director at Essence, both of which are our keynotes, but we also had names like Bazoma St. John, you know. Um, she's a CMO at Uber. We had Sarah, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Um, we just had this amazing list of women. And we really just thought about, one, who would inspire us? Two, who would be able to, to deliver a word? And three, we always want to expose our moms or just women in general to women and resources that they may not typically have the access to. Um, so we just thought about it, like, who would be great? Who would really impart words of wisdom? And who would these women be really excited about as well? So um, we went through the speakers, um, and we all just compiled our lists, and then we started to reach out. And thankfully, most of our picks, um, they agreed and were excited about the monsters as we were. We are. So as we all can see, this is definitely going to be an incredible event. I can't say this enough how much we need something like this here in Dallas. You guys are based in the DMV, but like I said, a conference like this is needed everywhere. What advice do you have for moms who want to host their own events similar to the monference? Well, the conference isn't just a DMV event. Like any other conference, you know, you travel for a conference. So, like, for instance, our mm-hmm. uh, conference that we love, ColorCom, you know, ColorCom is a, a huge conference for women of color in communication. So it's not just, you know, when it's held in Miami, it's not just for, you know, folks in Miami. It's a huge conference for all women of color to travel to. So similar to the mom friends, we have out-of-town moms who are attending, and that's how it would be, you know. So maybe the first year, a couple years, it may be in D.C., but, you know, in a few years, it could be in Miami, it could be in New York, it could be in Hawaii. So the mom friends is, um, is what it is, and it's for all moms, you know. So we hope to travel to Dallas one day. We hope to travel. We hope to bring it to Chicago. But this is a conference that's not a DMV conference. It is a conference that's just coming to D.C. To this this year. District Motherhood is a um, DMV-based organization, so we do encourage. We get um, a lot of increase all the time, like, can you guys come here? And we're thinking, you know what, maybe we could inspire a D- city huge around, maybe, <laughs> however we can. We can do that. That's fine. But, yes, that District Motherhood is DMV-based. And what we plan to do is take our um, events like the Mom Loft and Mommy on Blanc. Those are our travel events where we can sprinkle a bit of the DMV Mom Tribe magic to other states. But we do encourage people to, um, you know, set up their own organizations or maybe, you know, that's something that Nikki and I will have to look down down the line. You know, how do we, you know, it's funny now, but who knows, you know, next year or in two years, there will be um, many hues around um, with maybe a, a, a set of like staple events that we encourage. We could pick ambassadors around and everyone can kind of find a hub. And maybe the thing is, you know, it, people like what they see, you know, and sometimes that can be duplicated. Mm-hmm. So if they're attracted to what district motherhood is about and the magic, 
magic of that, then maybe, yeah, we can, you know, kind of create something and see if we we find like mom ambassadors and they can, you know, follow how we do things. And as long as it's done in love and and it's all good vibes, I think everyone can have a piece of it. You have to be dedicated, dedicated to the cause. Like when Simone and I created this, it was completely selfless. Um, and we were also very, very dedicated to it. And I think that we've mentioned it before. Um, it's it's kind of sort of non nonprofit. Um, like we do charge admission fees and entry fees, but we don't necessarily profit from the events. It just goes back into the next event or covers the cost for the event. So you have to go into it knowing that you are creating this organization to serve first. Secondly, I would definitely suggest, you know, aligning yourself with other other moms or other women to create this community because it's not something that you can do on your own. Um, sure, I had this idea, you know, to have an event for bad moms, but I'm very big on collaboration, and it could be because of, you know, the PR and events background, but I work with people regularly, and I like to work with people who are especially good at what they do, and that's why I reached out to Simona because I knew that there was synergy, but I knew from jump that I couldn't do it on my own. So if you're trying to create a community, you need to seek out women that are selfless and that are like genuine and interested and committed to building this community with you. That's first. And at the rate you guys are going, you will definitely be traveling all around the U.S. with the Momference. After the Momference, what projects and events do you have coming up? After the Momference, um, it's funny because we talked about uh, expansion. We kind of launched District Fatherhood, um, <laughs> and I guess primar- primarily by kind of by force, but not really. So at our Christmas party, um, we invited the fathers to come, and so the dads and you know boyfriends and husbands they all came and they saw this fellowship and come. Well, I don't know. This is what y'all do. Like they had a great time. They had as much fun as we did. So at the event, one of the our DJ actually he was like, "My dad needs something like this too." District Fatherhood or Simona joked. Somebody joked and said District Fatherhood. And so a couple months went by, and then this same DJ came back to us and was like, "Really? Like y'all should create District Fatherhood." And we're like, "Well, okay, let's do it." But we're like kind of in the midst of the mom friends and everything else. Um, but there will be a soft launch for District Fatherhood next month. And then, of course, there is Mommy on Blanc, which is a play on Danae on Blanc, um, the premier luxury pop-up picnic. You dress in all white. Um, we debuted the nation's first Mommy on Blanc last May. It was a huge success. And moms are, are, like, waiting at the door for these tickets to drop. So Mommy on Blanc is coming back in August. We already have, like, brands backing that event up. Uh, so we're going to have it somewhere in D.C., and then we're going to take it to another city. We haven't announced it yet, but we will announce it soon. So that's some of what's on tap. District Fatherhood, I love it. How can moms stay connected to District Motherhood? Um, just follow us via social media, uh, District Motherhood, on every platform. They can visit our website, districtmotherhood.com, and then also follow the mom friends um, on social media, on IG. Instagram, and then our website is themomference.com. And then our links to our personal social media accounts can be found on our District Motherhood Instagram account. But we tend to engage most heavily via our District Motherhood account. Well, thank you, ladies, for joining us today. Congratulations on the first Mom Friends. I know it is going to be absolutely incredible, and I look forward to seeing how you continue to grow. Thank you, and have a great event. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always being so supportive of us too, because you were our supporters from the mom loft. We um, never, ever, ever forgot that. And we just appreciate you so, so much. You're welcome. It has been our honor. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. As always, it's a pleasure to have you. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe and rate us. We'd greatly appreciate it. You can connect with us by subscribing to our newsletter and quarterly magazine at ceomommagazine.com. Until next time, this is Vanna Matthews with CEO Mom, the publication that puts Supermommy into perspective.